Hello, welcome to episode 42 of Two Pals on a Pod. This week we're in person for the first time. It's exciting, isn't it? Exciting is one word for anything weird is a, a, another word. Why is, why I feel like weird? I'm on a first date. You know, there's that kind of inherent pressure to sit opposite somebody and just talk absolute waffle. Been mm-hmm. there, You've been there a lot of times. Many, many times before. Two times. Well, I hope this doesn't end the way that the first dates have ended. Because that would be a bit weird. That would be very that would weird. Be, that, would, that would take me back. That would take you back, for sure. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm not, I'm not 18 for a start. So, <laughs> so that's, you know, yeah, that's you've worth. never been on a date, have you? So this could be a practice run for you. Dates are easy, though, aren't they? You just, you just have a laugh. You just talk. That's it. You don't, don't take things too seriously. Take the mic out of the people in the restaurant. Drop them. Yeah, well, it helps with the get a bottle of wine for the table, and then it helps. I think conversation sure. comes a bit easier. They become a bit fun. better looking, don't they, as mm-hmm. well? If you if you're on a date with the catfish, it's sort of, we've all been there. Have we? Well, you haven't because you've been on a date, and no. um, I haven't because I, I like to talk to somebody for a good couple of months before actually going on a date with them. Is it a month? Yeah. Today? That's a lot. I like to weed people out because obviously I've got that ick list of 10 or so icks. One of the icks on the list, actually, one of the most recent additions is when, so, you know, when somebody. <laughs> when somebody don't, don't push it in 25. Pushing it over, isn't it? That'd be in the overs category, yeah. the X Facts, and I don't want that. <laughs> don't want that. How weird is that, by the way? Yeah. It's, it's weird that we're pushing that, that we would be, if we went on the X Factor, you know, in a couple of years, we would have been lumped in with Chico. Yeah. Wagner. What a, what a guy. That's not, not a guy. That's not good. That's why I lie about my no age. Girl, no, girl to be Wagner. That's why yeah. I started lying about my age. Mm. Um, have you actually started doing that? You should. No. I bet you Knock a year off and nobody has noticed. That's the sort of thing you do. That's the sort of thing Maybe in a couple of years, but hopefully in a couple of years I'm not using these apps. Good point. Yeah, hopefully you found somebody. Well, or a few people. You never know. Be poly. Be more poly. You know, you do. You kind of open up your options at that point, don't you? I think. I think being poly has become more popular now. I think it's. it's, I think it's growing. I think it's a growing culture. It's definitely. You know, there's there's definitely a resurgence outside of you know your Mormon communities. Mm. Shout out to them. Shout out to what was the guy? Was the documentary Keep Sweet in the Pray and Obey? Pray and Obey. Documentary. Well, you take out that podcast. You're wondering why all these there's no women out there for you. It's because they've taken. They've got them all. They're they all Mormons. Yeah. They're all Mormons now. These women. Yeah, I think it's a growing culture. I think. I don't know if I get involved in that. Well, Mormonism or uh, polygamy? No, poly. poly. I don't know. I think it's the sort of thing maybe you do at 18, 19, 20. If you're a little bit, a little bit lonely at 25, maybe you sort of delve into it a little bit. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't even have an orgy, never mind being in a polyamorous relationship. Would you not? No. So I think you would. No, no, no. no. So I think you're the sort of type after a few drinks I'm... that you definitely would. <laughs> Let's face it. Get the, get, the twist, get the twister board out. Yeah. No, I don't think, I think that's, it's, it's a logistical nightmare. I'm not somebody that's big on logistics, there's people that know me. I just, no, go, with it. just, go, with, just go with the flow. But I'm thinking that you've obviously, you get involved in something like that. Yeah, talk me through it. Talk, talk me through it. Well, obviously I've never, never done it, but this is how I imagine it going. Go on. You're there. Orgy, let's say reasonable number, five or six people. Really? Is that a reasonable number? Or just let's say for an orgy. Okay. I think, you know, more people, it becomes a bit messy. Well, it might be several rooms, might be like a. I'm not, this is, I'm not getting involved in the sex games. I did, yeah, I uh, spoke, spoke to somebody at uni, though, that, 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 that did go to sex parties hosted by her own dad when she was what? 16. Hosted by her own dad? Yeah, have I told you about She knows the nightclub owners in London that outed a certain actor that I'm not allowed to, I can definitely not name, as no. having a private room at one of these gay bars where he gets underage people in there to, to, to do, like, fellatio. Name, name the actor and I'll cut it out. What? Yeah, seriously. Really? Seriously. Got to a private what? room at him. Just to get in there and fellatio, you know, blowjobs and stuff like that. Underage? Yeah, like how 16, do you know, 17. How do you know that? 
she knows the nightclub owner, who's quite well known in the gay circles. And she'd had these sex parties hosted by her dad. Are we keeping this bit in? The sex, the sex party stays. Sex party stayed. I have outed a, a celebrity as a nonce. That's cut out because we can't afford the legal fees, can we, surely? We'll put it... We'll... You've got you to cut that out. We'll just say Bake Off. We'll just say Bake Off. You've got to cut that bit out as well. Doctor Who. We'll say Doctor Who, Bake Off. That's all you're going to say. Come with me. I love, love to come fly with me. Matt Balls. I love to come fly with me, yes. Matt Balls. He was, he was, <laughs> Matt Balls. He was on the football as well. He was previewing the football. The Arsenal fan as well, yeah. Arsenal fan. Guess who? Guess who? Guess, yeah. Uh, her dad would host these sex parties. Apparently, it's come from her, obviously. It's not come from, mm-hmm. from me having been there. So these sex parties, they'd basically be um, 30 to 40 people turning up of a like-minded nature, like-minded polyamorous nature. And he'd host them for her to meet new no. poly-minded people. For his daughter. Yeah, but he'd go to them. So he's and then you're, you're just milling around. So he's at it, she's at it at the same party. Yeah. And that's apparently, that when we say sex party, that's what we mean, is that you meet somebody and you know you get talking to them and then he hits it off and then suddenly you're in a group of people and you've all got one thing in common and suddenly clothes are coming off and, and whatever. But this is the thing, I think a sex parties are more common than people think they are. I've, I've heard a lot about them, not, not from, personally. From you know, I hear people talking about them. Just, just talk about them generally. The internet's a neighbors, place. Neighbours, the internet's neighbors. a place. Right. I say people talk, I think they're more popular than people would think. Like, apparently, like in the south of France, in America. It's a hotspot, is it? To be yeah. Can, uh, can. I've been can, can before, I didn't see any, which is pretty annoying when I was. Where the film festival is. Where the film festival is. Yeah. Harvey Weinstein has left his imprint. He has, but I, I think they're a lot more popular than people think. I just don't probably. think they attract the people that people would actually want to sleep with. I think people oh, yeah, that go there are probably a little bit like, I bet they don't get a lot to begin with. That's why, bit that's the rationale of going. I don't think that, I don't think you're getting lookers. Yeah, no, I mean, from what, no, she was a looker to be fair. She had this, she had this, change. this striking like blade one all over, if I say so myself, lovely hairstyle, like buzz cut. All Female. Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Good I think, to you. yeah, I think she was half like South Asian, so she had a nice complexion on and, and everything. And, <laughs> um, so she would go there and she would say, people would turn up, have you heard of pups? No. So people that, from what I could discern from the conversation with, with, with her, they'd turn up with like, like leather, like BDSM shit on, leather collars yeah. with the spikes on, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the, like masks as well, a bit like Batman, mm. like half the face is covered. But you've got like puppy ears on top of the. It. It's, like it's like a leather, like no, a leather mask, but with puppy yeah, ears. Yeah. Um, and people that would be led in, you know, on a lead and things like that. And you think those are people that are probably actually getting quite a bit because they're probably into that stuff, but they're not getting it from the sources that you'd maybe want to get it from. Oh, you know what I mean? Sure like they're, they're, scraping, they're scraping the barrel. I'm sure they're getting action, but are they getting action from lookers or are they getting action no. from other people? That no. are, do you know what I mean? I prefer from quality other pups, from other pups. over quantity. That's sort of my thesis on life. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. Well, that's not a thing. You know, these people that turn up at these, these sex parties, they're, they're deviants. Is what they're, really, like, I is don't like think that. the act of going to a sex party is, is particularly deviant, but the behaviour that they engage in at these sex parties mm. is is because I think we've all been to these house parties in, in year eleven and mm-hmm. you know these rumours well, you didn't get invited I actually, actually didn't I actually never went I actually never went to I didn't either in year eleven sixth form maybe I went to one or two even uh, that's a bit no not it's pushing it for me actually it's not for you. you but but you hear these stories of people getting caught you know shagging in somebody's mum's bed or whatever like Could that's have. that's Sex at a party, but it's not a sex party. No, you know, when you talk not. about sex parties, you're talking about your nitty gritty, 
you're talking about that's what you're there for you're talking yeah yeah you know get rid of the canapes i'm not interested in your cocktail sausages i'm here you know well i'll take them if it's free food well i know you you have been known to love free food and yeah people turn up dressed as babies and things like that you know yeah, that's what they're like, pedophiles then, or what? Well, I suppose if you sleep with an adult that's dressed as a baby, that it, just makes you a bit, it makes you a bit weird. Does that, well, that's interesting. Answer in the context section below, does that make you a pedo? I'm not sure. It makes you weird because they turn up in the nappies. Oh, no, I can't be doing And they're the, ones, they? they're the ones that shit themselves and expect people to change them because they're babies when they're not actually. That, well, aren't they? well, if they identify as babies, let them be dead. You can't that's identify as a. Well, I identify, I identify as a 16 year old, then does that mean that I can go Oh, you're going to be Piers Morgan now. You're going to be Piers Morgan now. Shocking. That gets having cancelled. Get it, Piers Morgan. Go on. Get. So you, you wouldn't go to one then? There's like a little sort of experiment, like a little bit no, of no, it's a little bit like, um, what is it, when they go around people's houses, like, come down with me, like, there's <laughs> little picking You want to be careful going through people's top you doors do. in their bedroom. You do. Don't you get never too know, never know what you're not doing. Hands and socks. Yours is, <laughs> yours is gathering dust, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not one. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I go to one. It's it's, it's like something Louis Theroux would do. You know, Louis Theroux's weird weekends. I bet mm. he's been to a sex party. i do that. Just so you know, I could do the sideways glance at the camera. You know, we've got this. We can just, you know, you know, turn up at a sex parties, give it that in the camera. That's sort of like, what's going That's on there? What's you know? I do that, but to go and engage in that, I wouldn't. I get stage fright anyway. Would you? Because you're not going off into a bedroom to do the deed. You're just doing it there. Mm. There's no kind of inhibition. There's people swatting around, squaffing, you know, champagne or whatever, and next to them, you've got a pup. Maybe, you know, what, what do they do? Do they sniff other pups' arsehole? I don't know. I don't dogs. dogs do that in real life, but yeah. do these do They that? take it that far, because the babies take it that far. But I'm not sure if the dogs do actually get into it. They do bark, I've seen them bark. Bark, I just, I don't know. I don't know how I, I mean, they're all, because they're all just having a go with each other, aren't they? Like, that's, that's what happens. Like, it's not yeah. even a case of, like, someone will be going for it. Someone goes, oh, I'll have a bit of that. And they then join in, like, yeah. wherever they can. Yeah. And it's like, it's not right. I don't know if I'd be into that. I've heard of people going there with partners and watching our partners yeah. receive some the people. people get off on that. Cook, cook, yeah. cook all day. Cook yeah, all some, day or like watching our partner. I mean, that must be traumatic. That's bad, bad, isn't it? I mean, if you're into it, maybe not. If she turns around and says, like, he's not good as you, then you know, maybe that's a bit of an ego boost. But then if she's really enjoying it, then what's going on? Yeah, well, I think that's what people that are into that could call in. They enjoy seeing their partner getting, getting railed by, by, by somebody else. I just can't imagine that. Just... But no, but back to why we're talking about this. You no, know, would you want to be in an orgy? No. They, no. We've answered the question, we've got there. No. No. And, that, and that's, that's why. There's too many logistical, too many things going on. Too many things flying in different directions. And within an orgy, unless you say beforehand, like, you can't hog somebody, you know, a particular person, them, yeah. then you're going to have people that are involved in this orgy that maybe like each other more than they like other people. Mm. And it's going to become a bit, a bit cliquey, if anything. It's like, walk, it's like walking, into the, walking into the dining, school at, the dining room at school again, and, you know, not having a group to sit with because mm. they're, all, they're all getting along. They're all I getting imagine them sort of like pushing each other out of the way. I want, I know, yeah. I want, I want. Yeah, no, that's what it'd be like. Ah, that, mm. Part of me would like to go there, this sounds a bit weird, but to have a look around, to like just see what's going on. And this is the thing though, like, it'd just be a case of, ugh, and then close the door again. Yeah, you just, you don't, no, you're not going to stand there and go, oh yeah, that's nice. That's, yeah, that's good yeah. technique, that. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Keep up the doodling. Keep right, up mate. Good to see you, son. Nice one, you scored there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just not, it's not how I, uh, how I um, operate. I just yeah. don't. 
See, I think you a bit of one on one. I think after a few drinks, right. you definitely. I think I think you've 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 got me wrong because I think just recently, I'm surprised it's taken me this long to show sure. one. Just go back from Italy. Oh, you mentioned it. Need a bell. Need a bell. Ding dong. Ding dong. Ding dong. Just got back from from Italy and obviously got in a few states there, shall we say? Well, a few drunk. Elvino did flow. Elvino did. Elvino did flow of the of the Bianco variety. What's the, the red, white, 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 white. white. Uh, It's an acquired taste, go on. Yeah, but in that heat though, you know, you can't be room temperature and I'm not a fan. Anyway. Go for it. And I've I've realised that my style when I'm when I'm when I'm drunk, I prefer the one on one intense eye contact and the Italians take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. Intense eye contact, a bit of a bit of push and shove, you know. Well, so what's that mean, push and shove? What? Well I mean I think I, was, I might be wearing this shirt actually when mm-hmm. it nearly ripped it off, like bam. You know, a bit of a, and then you do it back. So all in the eyes, well, eye contact, intense, you so, know, kind of unflailing, kind of bam. Why I prefer that than, than a bit of everything going on around me. I prefer that kind of, you're dancing the tango of, of love. Why are, you rough, why are you roughing each other up, Oz? I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. I don't, it, must be something, it must be something that they do, because I didn't instigate it, but when he that did it, I quite liked it. Is that something, is that something in the community? No, well, the Italian. Mm-hmm. Is that what one of the is that one of the eyes in uh, LGBT? Uh, yeah, it's LGBTQIA plus the eyes the Italian. Yeah, uh, something that they do from what I, from my from my groundwork that I've that I've come to. What one person did that? No, 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 multiple. There's a multiple. Really? It's multiple. a passion thing. Do you think? It's yeah? a passion That's thing with, with with them, and I like that. I like that. I like the one on one. You're looking at me. I'm looking at you. You want me. You know. It's kind of it's kind of tribal. Well, like primal yeah. in a way. Mm. I bet that's how lions do it. I bet a bit of, a bit of that, you know. Really? And I, I quite like that as opposed to the, the attention going off in all other directions. And with my ADHD as well, if I'm in an orgy, I'm kind of looking, going, what's going on? What are they doing You're over there? What, what are they doing over there? Yeah. You don't thrust like that. Oh, that's no. You know, she's she's faking that. She's faking. <laughs> I'd be doing that. But I actually really enjoyed the the one on one intense intense kind of stuff as opposed to the the kind of scattergun approach of what an orgy would entail. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It just it does feel like that would just be a bit much. I don't know. It's the idea of watching that socially and just imagine that sober as well. Like mm. that, oh god, like that whole sort of experience. I, I think I'd, I'd be just chilling out by the pool. I imagine this happens at like a big mansion with a probably, pool. Probably, probably. No, I'm yeah. hoping maybe some like waitress or something. Canapes and cocktails and, cocktails, and yeah. stuff. I'd probably be doing that, sipping maybe a side. Like a cocktail now, don't you? So you've got into them. I do like a few, a few judging by the last night out. I think I don't, I don't think I pay for many of them. I just have other, I have other people, female and male, buy me drinks. I like when women buy me drinks. <laughs> so why women topic. specifically? Is that like, no? It's just fantastic. It's just great because then you're like, it's like role reversal, not like anything. Yeah, and also you're just sort of like ah, they're interested. That's like it's like an, you know them. So you, there were people on this on this night out that you were on that you, that you would assume were interested in. in well, when they offered to buy you a drink. Yeah, I suppose. And you I don't always, know them. Yeah, and you don't do, know them. It always does go that way. Although there was, there was one girl who... Um, she might have thought you were gay. She wanted to do like gay best good friend. Good point. In this top as well. Cocktails as well. In this top. Cocktails in that shirt. I wasn't in this top. But um, I, yeah, so there was, there was a girl that I was on the dance floor rocking it, as I do, rocking the dance floor. And um, she made eye contact with someone. That's how it goes. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. It's all about the eye contact. Take note. Take note, guys. So made eye contact and we'd not spoke, we'd not say each other's names or anything like that. She comes up and says, um, do you want to get me some shots? And I'm thinking, oh, oh, oh. You're, you want the drinks here, don't you? You want, <laughs> you want the drinks. I've seen you. I've seen you. I'm not having that. And this is the thing, I'm, I'm a little bit like that nights out. I'm fine if we've been chatting, if we've got yeah. to know each other's names, if we're clear that, that she's interested. We dance yeah. with each other a little bit. It's a long-term but, investment, isn't it? 
But when she goes in straight away with, can you get me some shots? I know I've seen you from a mile off and I'm blanking you. I'm blanking you. I'm not that desperate. No. Guys, if you're listening, okay, which you are, hopefully. Well, maybe watching as well, if you're watching, listen, give watch, a wave. Hello. Listen, watch, share. Do yeah. all that. Listen, watch, share, subscribe. But what? Do not fall for that, okay? When a girl in the nightclub immediately wants a drink, do not fall for that. The amount of guys that get desperate and go, oh God, yeah. oh, finally someone's showing an interest. No, no, no. It adds they to that, want you that drinks. It power imbalance, doesn't it, between, between which I, I think we'll get onto that because I want to discuss that with Go you. On. This is something, not now, but I mean, oh. something we'll get onto eventually. You know, you, few years. Episode 420. But it's so it weird you bring, you bring that up about the way, that, the way that she phrased that sentence. Because for some reason, at the start of this podcast, I was talking about the ick list that I've got on my phone. I don't know, so Eric. I think it's because I like to talk to people. I said I like to talk to people for a couple of months to mm. weed them out. And one of the things that's on that ick list is take me for a drink then, in quotation marks. Mm. And this seems to be a growing trend of people on dating apps. Yeah. I don't like the way that, that, that that's phrased. Because it makes it sound like they don't want to go for a drink. Take me for a drink. Then. Mm. As if you're kind of, you've got them on a leash or something. You're going to yank them into the, the bar that you go, oh, no. And also... It makes it sound like I'm paying. I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. You're definitely not. <laughs> it's all the way around, if anything. Yeah, yeah. Do you take me for a drink? Yeah. I'll provide the entertainment. Mm. You take me Less for a drink. Right. You take me for a podcast. Well. You take me for a drink, and we'll see where that goes. But yeah. I hate that. That is a, the, one of the biggest dicks. That, and it, it speaks dicks. to dicks. Oh, it's a dicks. One of the biggest dicks. One of the biggest dicks. No, back on Italy, though. Yeah. Ding, <laughs> ding. <laughs> it's an attitude problem. That's what it is. Because it's kind of like, I'm going to play the kind of spoiled, bratty bottom. We're mm, talking gay terms, really? you know. Which we're not. And you're going to... Yeah. We are now, sorry. The gays are taking over. <laughs> it's, a pride month. it's Pride Month, isn't it? It's always Pride you're Month. Gonna, you're going to take me for a drink and I'm going to, you know, play this role of, you know... Why are you dancing like that? You're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, we're in revs. We're yeah, in revs. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to provide for me and I'm going to be the helpless little bottom. No, not having it. Not having it. Really? Sorry. Not a fan of it. Yeah, I'm just not, it's just the whole sort of demanding drinks. I think in this day and age, I'm all for equality, okay? I'm all for women empowerment and all that. Love all that. Mm. Love it. Love it. So why has it always got to be the guy that buys drinks? I'm, I'm saying sometimes, why can't a girl buy a drink? And do you know what? I think that's a really, it's an attractive thing when a girl goes, I'm going to buy you a drink. When she, when she says that, I'm, I'm going to buy you yeah, a drink. It's, it's nice to know where you stand with the, with yeah. the, with the girl. Because that, that's a big indicator as well that she's interested when she goes, do you want a drink? I go, yes, yes, I do want a drink. Yeah. You never, know, several. you know, if they come into you and they're saying, it's just a bit different because I'm complaining about people on apps. If it happens to be in a bar. You need to leave the house. You really need to, 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 to touch grass, don't you? Need to start well, be to Italy. Ding, ding, ding. But no, but if it happens in a bar, that's even worse because I think there's a game plan there. Like, take me for a drink on an app means, like, oh, I want to go for a drink with you. Mm-hmm. Like, fair enough, okay. In the bar, is she just wanting you, you know, to get her a shot and then she's going to fuck off? Into the, you know, into the sunset, mm-hmm. into her house. You know? Yeah. Is that all she's in it for? That's the issue. That's the issue. That's, that's where I, this is why I warn guys, be careful. If you're new to the night, night out game, and even if you're not, some people still make the mistake. Mm. Gauge it. You've got to gauge what she's after here. I've seen girls flirt with guys for, to get free Mackies. Or like a free, free Mackies. Or like a free taxi home. Dude, that's somebody's daughter. The taxi home makes sense. Though, to be fair, and it's like... Mackies. Come on, it's just ridiculous. This is why I say it's a very attractive thing. Girls, if you want to show a guy that you're interested, offer them to uh, offer to buy them a drink. It, it shows you're interested to a guy. It's a great way of going, do you know what? I'm actually interested in you, I want to show this. It's a good way of firing off the signals, and it's a good way of, I think, showing that you've moved beyond that kind of 
It's you know when they they flip, flip their eyebrows and play with that. But also, you, I'm gonna. It's not like I don't buy them a drink back. I will buy them a drink back afterwards. But it's if you make that initial step, then that's a big indicator. It's a big indicator if you make that initial step. It's it's a weird way of building uh, trust in mm. such a short space of time. Not that it matters trust in in that. Do you not think? No, no, not if you're in a bar. I don't you know, having a, a cheeky. You know, I don't know what went on on that night. I don't no, know, exactly. if anything. If anything, but it's a good way of you know her. She can signal I'm interested, but it's uh, for me it's more an attitude thing. It shows that she's got mm -hmm. good. She's been raised right. Mm -hmm. Or he. Or he. Talking about you know. them. He. Them. Any. Anybody. Love them all. Love them all. What love, love? Bob Marley. Mm -hmm. Be on that. Um, on a slightly different tangent mm -hmm. here, we'll move away from whatever we were talking about mm -hmm. nightclubs, mm -hmm. orgies. Um, I was thinking, would you have Hitler on the podcast if he was still here today? As he, a guest. He's interested in, you know. Yeah, as if he was like knocked about today, still doing his thing, still doing his thing now, painting, yeah. he loved all that. He loved the painting, would you have he loved the opera. As a guest, because people talk about this whole sort of, don't platform them. Don't, well, I say, yeah, it's a fun question. Don't platform them. Because I, I would, personally, do you think on the, challenge on the, him. On the trajectory that we've been on with Guinness with Robbie Knox. Yeah. Gonna forget somebody here. You Ellis. Are. Ellis yes. next. Alfie. Yes. Geo. Yes. Hitler. Hitler. Does that really it does that be, really scan as a kind of brand usual one? Brand stability. Yeah, I'm not gonna get brand deals at Hitler, are we? No. I say sod Hitler, let's get Loz on. Loz <laughs> <laughs> on. Uh, I don't think there's people that clown. For the clown. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what that's what the, Rogan would have Hitler on. In a heartbeat. Yeah, well, actually, he said he wouldn't have Putin on. Oh, really? Yeah, not that long back. He said he would. Whereas I would have Putin on. I Why wouldn't Rogan have Putin on? I don't know. I think you. Because I think he realises that he's. Because of the war. He's basically a number one podcast. He's, got, he's with Spotify. Yeah, that's true. And you think, I think he realises his position, I think. I don't also don't know. It's a shame, isn't it? Because, I mean, you know, it feeds into the discussion that, that you were setting up there. Oh, no, he, said, he said he wouldn't have Trump on, I think is what he said. Oh, really? That's, that's, the, Trump. that's bizarre. Putin, not having Putin made more sense. Than maybe it was both. I can't remember now. Both together. Yeah. Like a couple, couple, Mr. and Mrs. <laughs> doing a Mr. and Mrs. Podcast. podcast. Which one of you is the more likely to <laughs> to invade Ukraine? <laughs> invade, oh. Yeah. Oh, that's you, Vlad. Oh. Uh, no. Should Spotify have that leverage over Rogan? Because obviously, I think Rogan wouldn't care about who he has on. I don't think you know anybody on. But he's thinking, well, Spotify aren't going to be happy with me if I have Trump on. So I don't even think he was thinking. I think he just generally wouldn't have either of those two on. I think when he's had Bernie Sanders on, it's not 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 the same sort of ballpark, but a no. politician. Yeah, probably from the opposite side of the spectrum, still quite extreme views in a way. For, for America. Yeah, well, exactly. But, I mean, I would. I think I would have him on. I know a lot of people say don't don't platform, but I'd have Hitler. I'd have Katie Hopkins. And you'd have Katie. I think she'd do I'd it. Have she's Matt Latissier. Yeah, yeah he'd I, do it. I'd have, honestly, I would. I would have them on because it's not like I'm going to call here and go, you know what, Katie? You, I agree with your casual racism that you said that one time. And, you know, I bring up some like. And also, do you think somebody's going to watch him? You know what? Those two have had Hitler on. Then. Well, I must endorse his views now. We're not, you know, we're not influencing that's, the way people think. What, and we get him on here. We don't talk about politics. We talk about, we talk about racial politics. We talk about his Talk about his <laughs> We talk about, you'd you take a different angle, a niche angle, wouldn't you? Yeah. Talk about his fashion. What's your morning routine? Hugo yeah. Boss kitted them out. Yeah. yeah. Did, talk yeah. about that. What's yeah. your morning routine? <laughs> Ice bats. Talk to them. I bet. Talk to them. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't even say. It. I'm not even gonna. There's some. No, uh, oh, I don't want to. I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. No. I'm not gonna. But I. But I genuinely. I genuinely would. Just because I think. I don't like the idea of not having conversations with mm. like those types of people who I obviously yeah. disagree with. Obviously, as Ian yeah. said. But I don't like the idea of going. No, we're not gonna forget about them. And we're never gonna talk to them. Put them in a little cupboard. The somewhere. thing is, though, it does. I think it's important to have conversations. Not only does it need to be said, but it needs to. Be actively said. You need to make an active effort to show that you don't like Hitler mm, right these it. days. Yeah. So you want to show the Instagram infographic. Mm-hmm. Maybe get a Hitler anti-Hitler T-shirt and a big be cross across them. Mm-hmm. Like a cross going across it, like no to Hitler, not not Christian. No. They, they have a few of them playing around, don't they? Don't, you don't want to, right. don't want to confuse people. I genuinely would have someone like Casey Hopkins yeah. or, or a Hitler. Well, it'd be easier to or, or a blue van man. <laughs> it'd be easier to. <laughs> Easy as a ring round. It's the, it's the, it's the it's very entertaining guy. I love Dave. And it was the argument that was made. Remember Nick Griffin? I don't remember. Leave of the BMP. Remember the BMP? Oh, I'm kicking not, around. I'm not that familiar with them, but you. you oh, yeah. yeah. Nicholas Timothy Griffin. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> the BBC invited him on Question Time in 2010 when they were, they were kicking off big time. They were, they were, they were, they were amassing nothing. support. They were, love they were big and they were Nazis. Maybe still well, are, still are they kicking around. BMP? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big yeah, on that. Big time. Big time on the old. Shout out. Shout yeah. out to BMP. Yeah, well, they, 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 they still, you can still find them. Yeah, <laughs> that's allowed there. But the BBC invited them on, and you know, you had the usual suspects saying you shouldn't invite them, you shouldn't invite them. But you had some people saying, invite him on and let him make a fool out of himself. And then, in front on national TV, he's kind of discredited himself mm-hmm. as a kind of a creditable kind of politician. And he came on, made a fool out of himself, as they do. He's a fascist. Of course, he's going to make a fool out of himself. Mm-hmm. Never to be seen again. But that's the thing. Never to be seen it's again. It's easy to make those people look like a Wally. Do you know yeah. I mean, like you can. It's very easy to. Do rings it they don't really have any sort of like valid points no. to offer. Like they've got nothing really to contribute. So, no. you know, it's, it's pretty easy to do that sort of thing. Like there's no way that you could. Whereas Hitler couldn't really come on and go. Well, actually, no, I do. I think what I'm, what I'm doing is valid. And there's no yeah. way I'm going to go. Oh, do you know to what? Be fair, you, though, you swayed me. <laughs> you. At the time, though, he must have been doing that. I mean, media appearances, mm-hmm. and people must have been getting caught up in all that anti. Jewish, anti gypsy. In those. Anti gypsy. A traveller. Traveller, anti traveller sentiment. So, yeah, so they must have been they must have been striking some chords. Mm, but the speeches. BMP, yeah, good, good, charismatic. He could speak. He could, he could German. speak. German. Yeah. German. But, yeah, but Nick Griffin was never to be seen again after that. Mm. But if we just let him speak inwards to his you know, groups of adoring fascists, from the outside looking in, it kind of adds a validity to what he's saying because you think he's got mm-hmm. this, uh, these adoring people that he's speaking to, that are hanging on every word. He must be speaking some sense. Wow, he's got all these fans, he's got all these voters, and really, he's absolutely bollocks. Mm-hmm. But if he's only if he's allowed to speak inwards to crowds that are sympathetic to him, that aren't going to pick him up on these points that he's making, it makes him look better than he actually is. So yeah, I would platform. I'm not. I don't really believe in deplatforming. They've tried it with people in America. It's a big thing where like you podcasts or like different like BBC sort of mm. things that everyone goes oh no you should be platforming these people it seems to be a, like a growing trend mm. of no don't give this person a platform yeah. as if they're suddenly going to convert everyone the only reason why they convert everyone is if they had a valid point yeah like we shouldn't be worried if they don't have a valid point then we shouldn't be worried it's like a battle of ideas really? isn't it? and ironically uh, mm. the, the place where this kind of takes you know most kind of prominence is in universities, isn't it? That's yeah. where that's where yeah. a lot of deplatforming takes place. And if you're talking about a battle of ideas, then you think that a university would be fertile ground for a battle of ideas. But I think it was was it Milo Yiannopoulos? Do you remember him, the blonde-haired uh, Trump fan that was gay, but 
No, 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 no. He, he went, he, he got deplatformed. He's the, the, the last kind of person that I can think of that got deplatformed, Milo Yiannopoulos. And he was this British, but broke America, and you know, went around the conservative Bro- campuses. Broke America. And yeah, he did, yeah, a bleached blonde hair, wore like pearl necklaces and whatnot. Was he a locker? And he would come in, no, I wouldn't. Oh, you wouldn't? No, I disagree with his views, so I can't, well, I obviously can't. But without the views? But without, no, still not. Out of 10? No, that's cool. 6.5. But then he'd walk in, he'd walk into this, this university campus and, you know, the Republican Association. Yeah, walk in with a massive fucking gun. Good. Walk in with a gun. He'd make racist jokes and they'd all laugh or whatever. He'd be carried in. Get him on the pod. Have you seen that? Have you seen that picture of, uh, is it William and Kate? And they're on a, a tour in Africa, and, and they've been carried. Yeah, he he get black guys, big muscly, oiled up black guys, oh, to carry him in. Is that his type? To carry him. Uh, well, he make jokes about them oh. having big, you know, being oh. well endowed down there. How have I not heard about this? Uh, yeah, and he'd be carried in by them. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and things like that. <laughs> and give a speech, and it'd be it was in the run up to Trump's election. It was so kind of that time. But then he got deeply got removed off of Twitter because he. Some tweets were unearthed about uh, paedophilia. Ah, that's his, not ideal. His endorsement of it. He's a fan. I think so, yeah. Uh, I think he's a Catholic as well. So that oh, makes sense. Yeah, no, all, I love it when it all adds up. I love the Catholics, but I do love the Catholics. Love all. Yeah, love them all. Love them all. Love them all. Except the bad ones. Except, except the, the priests. Except Mate, the yeah. one in Fleabag. If anybody's seen Fleabag, he's a Catholic mm. priest. Andrew Scott, good looking. So anyway, he got deplatformed, <laughs> and it seems to have worked. Off of, I think removing somebody off of Twitter is quite a good quite like a potent, Hopkins, though, that sort of, yeah. quite a potent yeah they were mates as well Katie and well, that's not surprising. Yeah, moving similar but moving, removing somebody off of, of Twitter seems to be quite a potent tool to use in that do you platform somebody at a university I'm not sure is that mm-hmm. but yeah with, with Twitter though, because the world is so sort of social media heavy now mm-hmm. like you've been taken off Twitter a lot of people are checking that as if it's like their sort of second world mm-hmm. so as soon as you get taken off that like you're not part of their world anymore yeah I think Gate Hopkins is still on Instagram, but it's just not the same sort of thing, is it? You can't really go viral. Sunset pictures and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think she was, last time I checked, I'm sure she was knocking about like. She's South on TikTok. America. She's on TikTok. Is she? For she's now. South America? She's yeah, America. she was like, she was touring, like, she was during, I think, the back end of COVID when COVID was still sort of around. But she wasn't a fan of COVID, was she in the mask? Surprisingly not. Not no. the mask. Yeah. No, I'm surprised if you're against that, which I was surprised. I thought with some of their political views, I expected them to be, you know, double masking. Really, yeah. I didn't. So I expected them to be scared of it, but mm-hmm. okay. surprisingly not. But now she was touring around South America, which is nice. I think she somehow managed to get in without being vaccinated or something. I don't know how she managed. Well, she snuck in. Yeah. She must be careful messing around with them down there because they don't take any prisoners. Well, they do take prisoners. That's well, that's part of the problem. Otherwise, she would she would get back. And maybe maybe she got shipped in on some sort of boat. I'm imagining. So I don't think she'd be a fan of that either. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thing is, what a hypocrite! What a hypocrite! Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of weird that she made a name on The Apprentice. That is strange, yeah. She calls that she's the only candidate to ever say no to Lord Sugar. Like, she got fired though, so she didn't yeah. say no to him. She, he said really no to her. Really no to her. She got it, she, she could be game for coming on here. I'd love to have her on. You, you, It'd be fantastic. I'd, I'd love to I'd, ask her why she said so many horrific I would, things. I would rubber stamp that. Yeah. I might, I'll email her. I'll email. Get her in, in this room, she'd love it. Should yeah. I pretend to be right wing as well? So I'll she get on her side. I'll be like, yes, can she? Yeah. She might be. Sure. Yeah. Oh, that would be a great. I'll do a little press cover or something. I'll do the whole episode as a right winger. It's, it's a good idea, but she might. She got done, didn't she, by Josh Peters? Oh, yeah, she did. She, she might did. be extra sensitive to it. She might check out the pod. No, but due oh, diligence. Mm, no, but over Zoom, I reckon. I'll, 
I think I could convince her. I'd be like, yeah, we, you're right, Kate, we need to build a wall. Yeah. We need to build a wall. <laughs> She's still banging on about that. Yeah, you're right. You're right, we do. I think I, I could do that. Because I, I could pull off the whole right wing thing. I sometimes like to slip into it on this podcast. Yeah, it's going to be too. It's like a, it's like a character on the, on the side. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? I think we can get them. I'd love yeah, that. We should try. We could take Tina. Well. Well, could we now, though, because this is <laughs> this is going out, though. She might check it out. She might do a bit of research. She's not watching we're 30 pu- minutes in. Publicly, <laughs> we're publicly plotting to prank her. She's watching it. Cut this out. Cut this yeah, out. Um, but no, I've also, also got my list on. here. If, on the theme of Hitler. Mm-hmm. We're staying on, on the theme mm-hmm. here, as, as we do. Um, would you go back in time and kill a baby Hitler? That, that old sort of chestnut? It's, 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 it was an interesting... Yeah, I think it's a bit of a no-brainer. Yeah, you go back and kill Hitler. Yeah, do you kill a baby? Yeah, do you be a murderer? Wanted to kill babies many times before. I'm sure you have. One of the planes. Why? Why not? Booting my seat on the back on the way back from. uh, (laughs) No, that actually wasn't. There's no no plane. But seriously, Uh, I, yeah, no, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? Because you look at this, this the cost-benefit again, isn't it? How many people is that baby going to kill? I can't even put a number on it. He was he was prolific. He was the baby. The baby, but you don't know. But that baby might. No, if Ceteris Paribus and everything happens, as it does, a bit, a bit of Latin. Nah. A bit of Latin. If everything happens, it does, and he goes on to kill all those people. Mm-hmm. Baby's got to go. So but, you but, take a life in order to save millions. You take. Yeah, that's that's you take, a you kill a baby. But now I'm thinking about overpopulation, though. And mm. like how how would the world? How different would the world be now? Good point. Without Hitler. And would there have been a worse Hitler had you killed the actual Hitler? Like if, if another Hitler bubbled up. Yeah. Because you, yeah. But and we'd have, and we'd have too many, we'd have way too many people. Might, might not. We might not. Without Hitler. Yeah, this is the thing, there's so many different permutations. There is, yeah, now I'm thinking about it. I think we'd, we'd have, have, we'd have way too many people in, in, in Europe because he, he operated on an, on an EU scale, didn't go, mm-hmm. didn't go international. Didn't nice, he? Did he go international? No, he didn't. No, Eurocentric. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's where I get off with Hitler. <laughs> Eurocentrism. <laughs> Would Europe be over? I mean, global warming mm. that fuels that. Oh, well, this is the thing, gosh. though. If you killed him, he might be. He might, I don't, did he have a brother? I feel like he had a brother. Maybe a sister. They might have gone on they to be kids being worse. He might have then a few years later might have been several mini Hitlers. It shouldn't, be, it shouldn't be this tough, should it? It shouldn't be this tough. Because this is the thing, if you say, no, I don't want to kill baby Hitler, then you're saying, I'm going to allow that genocide to happen. But if you do, then it might have been worse. And you've I don't think it would have been worse. I don't think there would have been... I don't How think do anybody know? would have come along. Because that might have been worse than Hitler. Because he was pretty bad. So he's not the worst of all time, though. Not my favourite dictator. Not my favourite. Who is your favourite? Mr. Idi Amin. <laughs> <laughs> Uganda. Uganda. Not at all. Yeah, it's, it's a pointless answer, that, isn't it? It is a very pointless answer. List of uh, genocidal dictators. You like the Rwandan genocide, though, don't you? Well, I like the film. Mm-hmm. Hotel Rwanda. It's a great film. Don Cheadle. It pops up in Marvel. It pops up in Marvel. Don't know who that is. Iron Man's mate. Don't know who that is. But D- Iron Man? I know who Iron Man is. I don't know who you're on about. But what I'm saying is, I'm, I am Iron Man. I don't know about Hitler. I, I think, for me... And you've just got to sort of let it happen. You can't yeah. intervene with history, can you? You can't, no, you can't. As bad as it sounds. You can't. Only overpopulation. Well, you seem very sort of... We're actually going to be underpopulated soon, so I'm sort of... What? what? There's a myth. There's this, this myth that we're going to be overpopulated. We're actually... There's going to be a population collapse now. Maybe. This is why Elon Musk has so many kids. 
Well, because he's single-handedly. Genuinely. It's because he can't keep it in his pants because he cheated on Grimes as well. Oh, Elon. Not my Grimes. Not my Grimes, no. He's got she's like, like kids. shit. He's got, well, he's got ten kids or yeah. something like that. Do you know his dad, right, Elon Musk's dad, has had two kids with his stepdaughter. <laughs> with, with Elon Musk's dad's stepdaughter. So let me, let me walk you through this, okay? Elon Musk's dad yeah. got into a relationship with this woman mm. who already had a kid, mm. and this kid was four years old at the time. Right. This kid then grows up to become 30, around 30 age, mm. and she then goes on to have a kid with Elon Musk's dad. That's weird. They go on to have two kids. They, go, they had two kids. I found this out the other day. I was like, That's this is weird. a bit weird. So weird. he's in his 70s, she's in her 30s, and they mm, have two kids together. One in 2017, Popped another out in 2019. That's weird. How mad's that? And, and, his, and Elon's dad, like Elon's really not happy about it, he doesn't agree with it. But he just wants to talk. Well, he's shagging around. Nothing wrong with that. Cheating? I think so. They're not cheating, that was him open. Of course But yeah, so his, his dad, though, still doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. And said he might do it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'd still be open to have another kid, why not? Because uh, this whole thing about we're going to be underpopulated soon. Like population. So that's that's Elon Musk's dad's motivation. For well, and, and Elon Musk is sort of yeah, yeah. the general. So the seventy-year-old man is sleeping with a thirty-year-old woman for the sake of humanity. Mm -hmm. It's good of him, though, isn't it? It's good. I hate men sometimes. Oh, I, hate, I do. I hate y'all. I do. Straight men. Love women though. Love more. My Instagram is just Ed Official. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm But no, but, where's this underpopulation coming from? Because I, the traffic today. That's <laughs> this, yeah, that's proof. We're going to get to a point where we peak and then it's just going to come crashing down. It's already happening in Japan. Japan has seen yeah, hundreds of thousands of people decreasing. Why are people not making it? Well, this is what I said to the other day. It's like, there seems to be a lot of men that aren't getting into relationships and like, mm. have been left alone. And then there's a lot of women that seem to be gravitated towards like, the top 5 or 10% of men. And they seem to be having kids with them a lot, and there's a lot more open relationships that'll become more popular. We are going to get to a point where population is going to collapse. I don't understand the, the discrepancy between men and women. And you speak about it quite a bit, don't you? Off on, camera. On, yeah, on the, your dating apps and things like that, where it seems to me that the women are far pickier than the, the, the men. Mm -hmm. so it's a 50 50 split across the, the, the population. Population, yeah. So I don't understand why that's not reflected in. Dating app behaviour. I don't understand what's going on there. Because there's an equal, there's enough women for men and enough men for women. So underpopulation shouldn't be an issue because everybody, you know. Oh. There's your melting pot. There it is. You know, just get together. There's enough of you both. Single. Bam. Why is that not? Why is that not happening? I'd love a female perspective on this, but I don't know. Well, you're not going to get one. Well, you're not, you're not, not, not in here. Um, no, not sausage fest in the end. <laughs> um, but no, I think it's interesting because on, on dating apps, it's 75% men, 25% women. Where are the women at then? What are they doing? Well, they're not on dating apps. What are they doing? They're just vibing. Well, there's other, there's other places to meet people. Just like in person? Work, uni, in person, yeah. Oh. So there's a lot of men on these dating apps. And then after that, you've then got women swipe right on 4.5% of men. 4.5. I'm quite picky, but that's, that's... Men swipe right, ironically, on 69% <laughs> of women. 69%. No. Versus 4.5%. We're screwed. We're screwed. Here's a general sort of thesis, okay? Yeah, well, that's what I wanted out of if, if you're If you're a man, a heterosexual man, on a dating app, go on it for maybe two or three weeks, put some pictures, nice pictures on, 
put your, maybe change your bio a few times, see what works. If you're not getting any swipes in two or three weeks of changing little things around, here we go. Get off, get off it. It's not. It's never going to happen. Go meet people. Do you think they're like diluting the pool? Because maybe these. Because I think there is a thing in there where if you've got these women on there, and also me when I'm on when I'm on dating apps as well, I'm swiping, and you find yourself swiping left a lot. You know what mm. I mean? It gives you a bit of an inflated sense of self, doesn't it? Because you're like, oh, look at me, I'm... Because you're basically, you know, that's why you're just discarding them into you know, the trash pile. I'm better than you. Basically. That's well, how you're you not, view it, yeah. And that's how a lot of people view it as well. You're not for me, you're not for Six me, you're not for Does that give, in your case, these women that only swipe around 4.5% of people, does that give them an inflated sense of self? A bit mm. of an ego? Is that why your girl's coming over to you in the, in the, in the bar the other day and saying, Get a shot. Yeah, high that... maintenance demanding. You know, that's yeah. a very good point. That's that... a very good point. So I think if, that probably so adds to it. If you're not having any success on a dating app and you're on there and you're a man, a straight man, mm-hmm. get off there because you're diluting the pool. Gen- no, get genuinely, I mean, that's the best, best piece of advice we can give today is yeah. you spend maybe two, three, a month at a push right. on there. If you're not getting several likes a day, mm. minimum, really? if you're not getting that, just can it. Just can it. It only if, takes one though. If you're not getting like if you're if you're not even getting a like a day, don't even bother. Yeah, I don't know. Don't what, don't even. It's honestly, a bit demoralizing at that point. No, genuinely, genuinely don't because you're going to be better. You're going to have to work on yourself in person and find someone in person. Yeah. Because it's just not going to work. Yeah. Like dating apps are really in a heterosexual sense, or probably it works for gay people actually as well. It's for good-looking people to hook up with each other, and some yeah. of those good-looking people end up in relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not part of that sort of five percent of men. Women is a different. 5%? It's, it's 5% or 10%. If you're not part of those 5 or 10% of men, it's just not going to happen on an app. Because yeah. when you've got to think about it like this. When a woman can swipe right and swipe sort of left, or swipe right on you know, a man that's dark-haired, chiselled, muscly, yeah. and all that, when she can just swipe to those people, she's not going to swipe on someone who's not that, unless that's her type. It's basically but just a buffet, niche. isn't it? A buffet yeah. of men. If you've got an infinite amount of men, you're not yeah. going to go... Five out of ten, yes, please. And they're all swiping right on you because six to six. By the way, men, sixty-nine percent. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. And unless women are really putting the effort in on the dating profile, I don't. I've never, never been on that, that no. side of Tinder. But this is what I mean. Like, it's it's pretty. It's pretty mad out there. It's pretty mad. I think like, what you're going to get. It's different. It's a little bit different for women though, because women. I think guys will get to a point where they're like, Do you know what? I'm going to lower my standards because I'm not getting likes. So yeah. I'm going to start swiping around women that I wouldn't usually it's swipe around. That perpetuates the project. I think what you've got out so there is a lot. Really on apps. You've got a lot of supply and demand, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. You've got a lot of, like, you know, not to be rude about women. No, no. Really really, but you've got you a lot of, rude about you, them. I think this problem that, that, that has come to fruition to me today on this discussion, sure. you've got a lot of average-looking women out there with an inflated really? sense, of, really? sense of self, it sounds like. Really? Do you I think? don't know well, I, I, I think that's... Logically, that follows from you know this discussion. I think that is the, the logical outcome here because you've got men that are getting desperate because they're not getting any action mm-hmm. because there's too many men on there and not enough women. You know the women that are on there and can go and the dogs bother. It's not like well, all these look at all these nights that are coming through for me and it's possibly awesome. possibly. I don't mean, it might it might necessarily even be the case that they get an inflated sense of self. It might just be a case of why would I swipe right on that when I can swipe right on something else? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And if they are getting you know people that the that are decent looking and what's what's the need to lower their standards in it's bad and it? it's dog eat dog that isn't it it yeah. really is like survival and also there's nothing you can do about it really because no. uh, you know in person you can think you know, 
I can work on my interpersonal skills and you know, maybe memorise a few jokes, a few pick up lines. I think, people like I think that. in person it's so much easier as well. I, for me personally, obviously I can't speak for everyone, some people might hate being in person. But I, I, I mean, hate... We're speaking from a, from a straight perspective, yeah. Like yeah. In person at any day. Oh, why, why is... Because from what are the chances... Oh, wait, no, but if you find someone that's gay, like... Yeah. You're but if you're in a gay bar, then yeah, yeah, in, in, in that kind person, of petri dish, then in yeah, person, you're fine, aren't yeah. you? Like, yeah. But what I mean is I, I hate messaging as well. It's like messaging is a nightmare for me. I, I just hate it. Yeah. It just doesn't feel real. It's just words. Like it's data being sent to a satellite and then sent to someone else. Like I want to be in person with somebody. Yeah. I like really gauge them from that. I like eye contact. I like to know that sort of... It's not bad getting to know somebody across the course of two or three weeks, like I said earlier, and then putting them through and let's go for a date. Yeah, you see, I can't do that. You can't do that. Like, no. I can't hold out for like two weeks of, you know, a bit of banter, a bit of back and forth. Because I can't do the banter over text. In yeah. person. Not to be fair, no, you can't, can you? Yeah. I realise no. that. <laughs> but it's fine. It's, with close mates, it's yeah. fine. Like, there's three or four people I'm really comfortable te- uh, messaging, and I'll, me- I'll just message those. Anyone outside of that, I'm just yeah. not fussed. Like, it's it, like me with group chats. With group chats, I can't do with the group chat yeah. dynamics. It's, it's so hard to you fire off a joke, and it's a, bit, it's a bit similar on Zoom as well. If you're on a big group Zoom call, and you fire off a joke and it doesn't land because it's, you know, people can't discern the tone or whatever. Because it happened to me in the uni group chat before going to uni. You go get yourself in these group chats, and there's one for my college at my uni, and I got in there. Oh, welcome to the group. What do you study? I'm Toby, I study politics. Did, oh, you, did you try and what, be funny, did you? What do you think of Boris Johnson? Then? I, think, I think he's a jolly good chap. And then I had people coming up to me after a month at uni going, you're nothing like I thought you were. I'm going, you what? I'm going, they go, um, you put that message in the group chat. I put one message, that was the only message I put in the group chat. And they, they extrapolated from my joke, he's a jolly good chap, that I was some kind of typical kind of like raw guy that the not ironically like uses, not ironically yeah. uses those words, that not ironically likes, you know, Boris Johnson, you know, get up and go, he's a great guy. And there were like groups of like 10 to 15 people that were in this kind of group chat. They all thought that I was that type of guy. They were, they, were bit, guy. they were a bit standoffish, and there were oh, people that come up to him and yeah. be like, "Yeah, uh, tell you, tell you, you're one of us. Tell you, I'll chat you, one of us." Get the red chino on. But yeah, so ever since then, I've just kind of been like, "What's the point in group chats? They do more harm than good." You do have to be careful. I was on a Zoom call once, and um, I think I don't know how we even got on to talk about it. But it, I was I was on a Zoom call with basically people who were probably left wing, I'd say, from London. What are you doing hanging around with that lot? Uh, good point, good point. Um, and I think they must have brought Brexit. We weren't even talking about politics or anything like that, but it just came up in, in conversation. And I hate then, it. I studied then, it and I hate it. And then she said something like, um, yeah, whatever that, uh, Brexit, whatever that means. And I went, well, Brexit means Brexit, we all know that. <laughs> but I was worried that that would come across that she yeah. thought I was like a Brexit. <laughs> so it was like Theresa May's little thing. Yeah, yeah, I was Brexit. like, oh, Brexit means Brexit, I don't know that. I was hoping they got the joke, I mean, I was like, it, but it's difficult over, over Zoom calls, it's difficult yeah. over messages. A bit easier over Zoom the than the messages, but even yeah. Zoom is... And for me, it's the delay with Zoom as well. If you try and do a yeah. joke and it doesn't land because somebody starts talking over you and then you're like, oh, no, That's sorry. I'm no. Sharon. Well, yeah. Yeah. Shut up, Mum. No, come on, then. The Sorry. family Zoom quiz. Oh, God. <laughs> Auntie Sally's at it again. Getting butted in. Too many Baileys. But yeah, but I do get your, your issue with, with the tone so difficult, I think, over message, over texting. That's why I resort to like doing a dot, dot, dot if I'm being like joking or sarcastic or something. You don't really use using winks and things. Because you know, if, if, if we're talking about flirting, you don't want to be the winky one, I don't think. Because yeah. that's a bit weird. That comes across as a bit, a bit weird. But I'm quite well versed in talking to people on you know, your Tinder. You definitely are, yeah. 
this app's a bit buggy for me. Have you got Instagram? Oh, uh, classic. Get classic. In there. Listen, I don't know how to do the whole sort of messaging because some people are so different. Yeah. Some girls are just literally wanting like sex, basically, and so you just do you get girls like that on Instagram? There are there are some. It gets yeah. difficult, but like I say, it's difficult to gauge because you have a whole range of spectrum from that yeah. all the way to, you know, I want a really committed relationship, serious guy, be it's, serious with is me. Is there nothing on Hinge or Tinder where a girl can put on what they're looking for? Is that Not on Tinder. I think yeah. there is on maybe Hinge or Bumble. You can put a star sign on Tinder, though. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. She's a Leo. She's not looking for anything Taurus. serious. Taurus. <laughs> um, but that's, that's a, it's a really difficult thing to gauge because some people are, are not looking for like serious chats. Oh, what are, you st- what are you studying? Where are you from? Like, oh, how are you? Don't want to cut to the chase. Tell me about yourself. So, yeah, so some, some people want cutting to the chase, like, you free tonight, that kind of thing. Other people want you to be, like, really funny and, like, yeah. just banter us, have a good time. Some people don't, don't like make it too that. serious. And some people don't like that, they want a serious chat. It's like, what am I supposed to do? And I, I'm, like, chopping chain between the different ones, trying to guess what they want based on their profile. Like You have to do that, you have to look at a girl, I mean, would she be, want, does she want some kind of rough and ready sex? But even then it's not 100% accurate, is it? It's yeah. hard to kind of word that and out. It, and then if you get if you get the first message wrong, screwed. Like, she's not, not going to reply to you, because again, she's got loads of other guys to talk to. Like, yeah. So if you don't get the first message right, it's bad, isn't it? There's, there's and that's why I'm really bad at it, because it's like... You're overthinking it, yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's the only thing with messages. It's the opportunity to overthink. I do it all the time. Yeah. Even with friends, though. You should like, be doing that. Not, not, not with close friends, yeah. but with people I know like pretty well. Yeah. Even with them, I'm like, oh, God, does that sound right? Oh, no, get rid of that. Because it's an opportunity to like, overthink what I'm saying, how it's coming across. True. Whereas in person, I can talk fine. No problems. No problems, I can do this all day. You can you can see what you're getting back as well in terms yeah. of like I'm sat here now so I can see receptive body language and things like that. It's getting to that point of meeting somebody in person. And obviously I think with the dynamics the way that they are between guys and, and girls, for me, I could go and tend to be, you know, get on there and be like, Do you wanna meet up tonight? We go and do yeah, that's Winky it. face. Do you wanna meet up <laughs> Winky face, aubergine, peach. Mm. Right, and we're on, blah blah blah. But I think with a girl, I think that she'd be a bit more reluctant to do that just because of the dynamics between men and women and whether it's a physical thing or whether mm. it's the fact that men are a bit, you know, got a bad reputation, Some of them. Some dodgy men. Exactly, and as a, as a woman, you have to look through that kind of prism of, is this man out Very to nice get look. me? Prism. 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 <laughs> That's your Italy, isn't it? Yeah. That's your Italy. You have to look through that prism of kind of like, is this man going to harm me or whatever? Mm. So getting to that initial point of actually meeting with the, 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 the girl in order to actually have something concrete or to get some body language back, like what she actually wants in, is tough. Once again, you don't have the body language, you don't have anything to, to go it's, off. It's, so. it's, it's tough. And I think that's what a lot of people tap into. We've been speaking about doing a podcast on Andrew Tate, and we? Mm, we have. One that could potentially be in, in the pipeline. And him and people like Jordan Peterson appeal to this kind of strata of society that are these men that can't get any in their early 20s that just can't get any and that kind of transforms itself into kind of that frustration translates itself into misogyny doesn't it and i hate women and it's the fault of the the women Mm. well this is why i think those like andrew tate for example i think he's capitalized on a generation of lost men basically Mm. like just completely lost don't have like the sort of usual situations that a guy would have in, in like their early 20s He's just capitalising from them because he's saying things that they can sort of go, yeah, do you know what, I can get behind that. Yeah, you're right, women are like that, women should be like this. And sort of put the blame 
onto them. Where actually, you've got to ask yourself as a guy, what can you do? So you have improve yourself, you have not say, change yourself, but improve yourself for the better. In the, in the crudest sense, though, like the dating, it's all about selling yourself, isn't it? Mm. It's about packaging yourself up as I am this and I'm this and I'm this and I'm interested in this and I'm dressed like this. Find me attractive. Mm. You've got to say, so you've got to put that effort in. I don't know whether men these days are slacking or not, I don't know, but I know that a lot of men seem to be struggling with actually kind of making meaningful connections with women and people like Andrew Tate kind of tap into that. I mean, as far as I can see, he's saying we should subjugate women and women belong in the, the kitchen and things like that. And that would resonate with a man who's been knocked back by women all the time. Mm. These bloody women out there, they you know, reject me, you know, the absolute audacity of it. That's it, getting back in the kitchen, like Andrew said, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he taps into that like quite cleverly, in a way. Profit from it, make sure you quit off that. Definitely, yeah. definitely. But it just seems to be a big issue. I think it is. Yeah. I think it's become more of an issue as well. I mean, it's been a case in, I think, I can't remember if it's Japan. I think it's They're Japan. definitely suffering there with South Korea population. Well, that seems to be happening already. I think that's going to continue to happen, I think. Do you not just think we're seeing a different kind of a change in the pattern of the way people are living their lives in the sense mm. that this kind of lost generation of men will eventually hanker down just in their late 20s instead of their early 20s? And of course, at the end of the day, women do want to kind of reproduce. Mm -hmm. And like we said, the, the population balance is there. There's, there's, the, there's the women out that's there. That's probably less and less as well. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that, I think that's going to be more of a source of an underpopulation. Here's a stat for you. Here's a stat. Than men. In 2019, more women had kids. I'm going to hopefully get this right. More women had kids over the age of 40 right. than under the age of 19, I think it was, or 20, if it was 20. Which surprised me. Which surprised over me. Over 40 is leaving it late, isn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah, more had yes. over 40. But if you think about how it used to be back in the day, I think my grandma had kids at 18. Yeah. This is what I mean, like it's shifted. It is, yeah. And so you're now left with this void where you'd usually in your 20s be caring for a child yeah. in a relationship, providing for your family. Yeah. You now don't have that. There's a void there, yeah. and it's being filled with sort of junk. That's what I mean. It's just until you get to your thirties, and so you're left a bit lost in those twenties for some people. It's true. That's why I don't think it's a perpetual problem. I think we're just seeing a change in the pattern in the way that people are planning their lives. Maybe mm. although like I said planning is nothing to do with the men really. The men would want to run. Possibly, yeah, possibly. Although we're enjoying the kind of freedom and everything. I think maybe people just settling down later, and this kind of lost generation, will, you know, men will. Will find their way in their late twenties and, and, and hanker down because Hopefully. evolution, evolutionary, the adverb, evolutionary, really, that's how it works, isn't it? A lot mm -hmm. of people do want to settle down and have family and have kids. People still want that, but they don't want it in their early twenties. Well, hopefully that's the case. But you do. You women do, want to follow the career as well in their yeah. early twenties. You do also need. You do need a bit of experience in your twenties. If you don't get that in your twenties, then it's just going to go on and on, isn't it? Like it's not. Not getting, not having a proper relationship. I think you do need a little bit of experience if you can. But I mean, yeah, I just think the whole sort of the whole dynamics are changing. And if I look at who's like feels the most secure at this age, it's people who are in like committed relationships with kids. Like I know people who, like we went to school with, who in a proper relationship they've got a kid or two kids. Mm. They've got a proper job. They're provided for their family. I can't imagine them ever being lost because they they've got so much like they're focusing. They've got to provide for the kids, school yes. uniforms. They've got to go to work to get money to put food on the table. Yeah. They've got a thing to focus on. There's a lot of structure in that life yeah. in terms of like they probably have the nine to five, five days a week, caring for the kids. Mm -hmm. Come on, it's not dinner. something I would want right now. But no. for some people, actually, some people need that. 
to give them a direction at the same time. It is true, but there's also such a thing as settling down too early because I wouldn't want to be. When I think back to being in uni, what if I left school at 18 and got somebody pregnant and had a kid? That'd be that would be carry on you. That'd be interesting to have a man. Yeah, IVF. I accidentally IVF somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I accidentally IVF somebody. Um, <laughs> Not right. And I'd spent the past the past three or four years that I spent at uni in this parallel universe caring for a kid. I'm going to get to thirties or whatever. What my twenties or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I don't. You wouldn't want that. It's like a pressure cooker. I think. I know some people won't get that point, but for me, I just think. What have I done in my twenties? Where's that freedom? No but freedom that's, in that. But that's applied to nowadays. Like if you think back, it's like my mum and dad's generation, grandma and granddad's generation. That was the case, but yeah. I don't know if they had that same feeling. Because no. I think it was different. It was a different environment, different society back then. Perhaps they did things a bit younger. They didn't always go to uni, so they left school a bit earlier. Probably they didn't have the opportunities of to jet off. Mm. Yeah, at that, that, that age as well. I think my mum didn't go on holiday until she was in the twenties. Yeah, mine was. Uh, yeah. I was a bit, a bit older as well. Mm. So, but people now that have left, that we know that have left school, that have got those kids and they've got that structure, yeah, they've got that, but having structure is not, not everything, especially in your early 20s. I'd be worried if I was floating around in my 30s just going, you know what, I'm just going to live free and travel for a few more years, you know what I mean? Like, you want how people like that though? I don't know whether I kind of respect it. Maybe that's how they can live the whole life. If you, if you don't want kids, mm. then that's me, do whatever, you know what I mean? If but you can't just keep on kicking the can down the road. Yeah. Well, you could. Yeah, the, the comforts that come with being in a relationship, the stability that we talk about now in terms of structure of mm. life in general, you'd also miss those aspects of the, the relationship if you're just swanning off around the world into your into your thirties. Some people do live that life. Yeah. It'd be an interesting one. I definitely I want to go travelling at some point, but I don't know whether I'd go as late as that. No. Because then I think I probably want to have kids by that point, I guess. Sort of early to mid thirties. Yeah, I'm always careful not to roadmap it, but I, I, know, yeah. I know what point I want to get to, but I don't know exactly when I want to get there. That's the thing, isn't it? I don't think putting sort of set dates on things, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that because mm -hmm. things change so quickly as well. Yeah. Also, it, it leaves you disappointed when you get to an age and you're like, oh, yeah. I've not done what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. You're setting yourself up to fail, I think, with, mm. with that one. I, couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't subscribe to that, shall we say, but I know where I want to be. And obviously, there's. Yeah, for me, there's no kind of like biological ticking time bomb of does not and eggs and, and shit like that. Mm. You could so, be 17 when you, you know when you do it. So you know, what with an 18 year old or something like that. Well, that's you know, not. That's not. Nice, that? that's not. <laughs> you never know. The Russians, they love doing that. As, as we mentioned on the previous podcast, they loved being with. They love going in there. Yeah. They are bizarre. Andrew Tate actually mentioned going back, going back to him. He's actually said that he was um, the reason why he's. I think don't he, he said he's more attractive. More, more attracted to 18, 19 year olds. He did have similar clip on yeah. TikTok. He seems more attracted to 18, 19 year olds because they're less experienced mm -hmm. and so he can then. Because they've had less dick, I think he said. That's the technical term, but it really, yeah. So, um, I they're easier to control at that age, is what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. So he can implement his worldview on them, I think was. Yeah. Imprint time. Imprint is a bit. Yeah, the verb. But it is a popular thing for those lot to be, to be into that. Russians. 
Well, Russians, Andrew Tate, you know. Yeah, that was kind of hyper masculine. Uh, see, I don't wealthy, really, the wealthy seems to have uh, You wouldn't want to get with somebody and imprint your values on them though, would you? Like? I think imprint's a bit much. It's a, it's a bit much. You, influence, you naturally influence each other. Naturally, yeah, in terms of the... But that's a, boat, that's a two-way street. Where yeah. it's sort of imprinting, I don't want to adolf yeah. Hitler them, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, you don't want to radicalise them in that sense. Well, maybe. Maybe. Maybe radicalise a child, do you know what I mean? Do, do whatever you want. Can I tell you about the weirdest conversation I've had this week? Go for it. Is this not it? No, it's actually really <laughs> I'm really disappointed. This is, this is, it's competing. It's competing. I was having a conversation with somebody. Somebody, probably matched them on Tinder ages ago. Probably. It was their birthday. Happy right? birthday. birthday. Well, that's what I said to him. And he goes, he goes, and I just said the list. I go, Sorry? I go, Sorry, what, what list? I'm a bit ominous, isn't it? I'm getting the word. <laughs> not, <laughs> no, okay, no, not that list. Maybe he wants to imprint me. He goes, oh, um, every year I keep a list of people that wish me happy birthday. No. Just so I know that when their birthday rolls around, I can wish them it back. Oh, and God. just to make sure I'm not wishing anybody a happy birthday that hasn't wished me a happy birthday. <sighs> By the way, you're number 125. Oh, oh, oh my God. Just quite a lot of birthday wishes. He's a freak. Quite a lot of birthday wishes. Well, I've, I've distanced myself from him since then. Socially, yes. Yeah. It's changed the way I've looked at him completely. Yeah. What, so is it? Social robot that this is a purely transactional birthday. <laughs> was this on Tinder or were you? No, somebody met for about a year. So you know them quite yeah. well. Okay. Well, uh, well, or not. Oh, that sounds well, awesome. I've been in that stuff. Well, I've been in that stuff myself. We'll dig into that. We'll dig into that. <laughs> um, so yeah, so this was Snapchat. This was Snapchat. Oh. So we've been talking on and off for a year. Um, I obviously didn't wish him happy birthday. That wasn't on there. Yeah, well, that's me. That's how I roll. Obviously, wasn't on the, the list last year. I don't think I wished him a happy birthday last year. I knew it was his birthday. But this year, I made it to the list. So I'm looking forward to when my birthday rolls around. Yeah, my birthday oh, wish. God. And I got him, I'll add him to my list, which is well, perfect. He's got to remember, he's got presumably got to He's written it down. Well, put it on his phone or whatever. No. With Tragic. the dates of their Tragic. birthdays next to them as well. Hope they're ordered, because that would make it difficult. And they're in order of um, time that they wished. Really? Yeah. Then you've got to go through all yeah. this. Oh, no. You'd have to sort them. You'd have to sort no, them. Get rid of them as a friend. But it's weird yeah. anyway, isn't it? It's yeah. weird behaviour. Yeah, Who cares about it? I don't know. Honestly, we've got birthday wishes on Facebook last year that I didn't. I saw about a week later. I thought, <laughs> well, I can't acknowledge them now because that'd be a bit rude. So they're just there. Let us ignore them. Listen, I just, I just wish I could say the people that I sort of know or if I see it on Facebook. Sometimes I miss if, them. If you're talking to somebody on the day of their birthday, Wish them happy birthday. You know, Usually, like, yeah. You would. That would be a bit weird. I might go out of my way to wish a few people happy birthday. Be beyond it. that, I'm not bothered about. I'm not no. bothered about if they wish me. And it's very reminiscent of. Uh, is it even the generational? I don't know. It's just a bit cold and calculated and transactional. It's a bit much, yeah. isn't it? It's a bit much. Yeah. By the way, you're 125. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice to feel special that you're on the list of 125. I wish quite late. Obviously, I'm like yeah, about yeah, 8 yeah. p.m. So. Not many after me. So. Is that 125 that happens just um, that year? Or? Yeah, that day, that day. 125? Yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? That's really I don't know. I'm not looking for you at 12. I don't know. I'm not either. Like, well, I don't care. But he, obviously. I think he probably keeps like a year on year record. Oh, and I bet he's yes. like, oh, we, we got 110 last year, so we're going strong this year. That's weird, though. I've like, heard, heard of people. I've heard of people keeping spreadsheets to like track how many people said happy birthdays to them each year. Like yeah, that's weird. Yeah, like that. That's fine. Not me though. Not me. Right. Girl at uni that was a late boys on about five parameters of sex <laughs> on a spreadsheet. It's nice. Foreplay with that. 
Cold Play was one of them after care. I got that. Moisture on the chase. She was on the chase. She appeared on the chase. Did she? She appeared on the chase wearing a. She's one of the chasers. She's the vixen. She appeared on the chase wearing this kind of horrible dress, and the people on Twitter that like tweet like hashtag the chase were horrible about her. Oh, she looks like the type of girl that would do handjob wearing a Victorian glove because she was wearing this horrible like Victorian stuff. Little did they know she keeps a spreadsheet. Keep a spreadsheet in her. She give you a handjob. And somebody that would keep a, a spreadsheet of people that they slept with, and people that the people that they slept with had slept with. If that makes sense. Oh. Just to kind of connect the dots between. That's a gay thing. That's weird. It's very, very gay. Unless it's for HIV purposes. Good point. Good point. Spider diagrams are good in that sense. In that sense, and HIV is bad. And on that note, we'll end things there. Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. We're on 343 subscribers as we're doing this. Help us get to 350 and 500 and beyond. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time. See you next time. Cheers.